We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Eel Raven, Ninja Scouts, Samson Magnuson, Arx Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Cowchef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lato Play, Wisp, Zeke, Straw Cab, That Charlie, Justin, Zach, Yanni, and Darkstorm Dota. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota, episode 352, starts now. Welcome to We Like Dota, episode 354. Uh, I'm Jim. I'm your host today. Uh, we are recording uh, later than usual because it was my birthday yesterday. And Happy birthday, so... Jim. Sorry, you didn't Thanks. Me yet. I'm not supposed to speak. No, you can speak. Right. I can't silence Thank you. you. Thank you for granting me permission. Well, you're, you're also a very sleepy boy because it's very late, so mm. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I am very sleepy. I'm going to Poland tomorrow. Uh, need to get up in seven minutes and 30. Uh, yeah, seven hours seven and 30 minutes. 30 mi- seconds. Yes. Seven <laughs> hours and 30 minutes, uh, obviously. And, you know, still need to pack, record, and edit this podcast. So looking forward to not getting any sleep. But, you know, that's the suffering that I endure so the, the people can have content. Yes, and and they appreciate it. Also, what a fortuitous amount of time remaining before your departure. 7.30. That is quite a cool coincidence, actually. Isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, We have a patch. uh, And and before we get into the details of the patch, uh, so we can mislead all of our listeners uh, with our misunderstandings of rules (laughs) interactions, how has the patch made you feel this week? (laughs) But before we get into feelings, Arian, uh, let's go through the patch because I feel like uh, our feelings will be informed by what's in the patch, and so we'll be talking about stuff. Of course, it's like a week after the patch, and all of our listeners already know, but we'll be talking about stuff that we haven't talked about. Very um, smart. So, yeah, that, that, that was a good idea. And for me, it was definitely mine. You didn't just tell me to do that. No, no. I would never tell you to do anything. You would listen to so, me anyway. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) To read the future, I need entries. So it's a patch 7.30 drop. We've already had a 7.30B, but it was just some nerfs for some. Yeah, just hero changes and two items, which we're not going to do anyway. The hero changes, that is. Yes. Uh, Let's go through some of the conceptual. Uh, changes like the, the the general changes to the game mm-hmm. and then items and we'll talk about some heroes yes exactly so how are we going to do it we're not going to bore you with talking about every single hero change uh, that's who would the... do that arian yes who would do that we like dota we only focus on the 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 meat of the patch you know so we'll do the general changes item changes and then each one of us picked uh, five heroes which we're going to talk about uh, a bit more in detail yeah yep that's what we're going to do let's go uh, general changes. Uh, this is the one where I don't really know how it's going to impact anything. Captain's mode, second pick phase, is changed from Dire, Radiant, Dire, Radiant to Dire, Radiant, Radiant, Dire. 
assuming Radiant is first pick. So this gives, I think, more advantage to second pick because people felt that even though the second pick got last pick overall in the draft, first pick was still stronger because you have two like picks where you answer to what uh, uh, the other team yes. just picked. And this way, uh, the second pick team gets the last pick and another like answer pick because apparently like first pick by itself is almost like just having the first pick, not like the draft order that results from having first pick is apparently maybe stronger or just as strong as having last overall pick in a captain's hmm. mode match. Yeah, that's just... This would be important for the Yield Raven Herald Guardian Crusader League, which yes, is starting up soon. obviously. I think the drafting meta, uh, I've heard already from a lot of pros that they're going to be looking at the drafting meta at the Yield Raven Herald Guardian Crusader League to like yeah. inform their drafting decisions. So it's going to be very like... Uh, it's going to be a hallmark <laughs> tournament for sure. Yeah, it's definitely going to influence a lot of the pro scene. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, I do see, like, I do like the idea of, like, having the answer pick, having two ans late draft answer picks. That's pretty good. Yeah, I do agree, especially when, like, some heroes are just very strong in certain patches, which I feel like the last, like, we had, like, our TAs and our Dusas and Luna definitely in this last patch, but... There hasn't been like egregiously overpowered heroes in the last few patches, I feel like. I'm sure some people would like disagree if they really hate heroes. Yeah, right, right. Mm. Um yeah, I think there's egregiously overpowered heroes right now, but Yeah. yeah. Um We'll see what happens. Gonna get that. through that. The next general update is uh, multiple critical strike procs are now rolled from strongest to weakest and will stop rolling once a proc occurs. Um which results in the same DPS, but is less likely to have multiple crits in a row or multiple attacks without a crit. I don't get it. I was trying to figure this out with Zach. Mm. I mean, whatever. So I think I, I'm just like speculating here, but I'm like, I'll say 40% sure. I hope that's enough. I mean, that's not enough. I should just be quiet, but I'm going to talk anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure how it worked before is that assuming you have a Daedalus and a Crystalus, right? And right. just both in your inventory. And you hit somebody. Standard play. If, like, theoretically, the Daedalus and the Crystalis could, like, roll that chance to proc on the same hit, which means because of how the mechanics work that only the, like, Daedalus crit is applied to your attack, and then the Crystalis crit is kind of lost for that rule, you know? Mm. And yeah. this way, apparently, like, once it rolls the Daedalus crit it will save rolling the Crystalis crit uh, for your next attack. I think this is okay. how it will work. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's very complicated yeah. math. And I mean, it's apparently not going to like affect DPS of having like multiple crit items. It's just averaging out the number of crits uh, throughout. Like it, it distributes the crits more equally if you have multiple crit yeah. items. I don't. I don't like to play except for Wraith King. I don't like to play heroes with critical strike anyway. So true. I like heroes with crits. Kanka. Yeah, love that guy. I mean, Ugh, he doesn't have a built-in crit, but he's very strong this patch. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the next one is that cooldown oh, percentage no. reduction oh. no longer stacks. This is actually kind of big. 
Oh, this is like... You can't do that dumb puck stuff. This is the worst, like, for me personally, the worst change out of this patch, for sure. I was, like, such a fan of stacking cooldown reduction, and it was, like, all my, like, favorite hero builds in this last patch relied on, like, cooldown reduction. Like, I did the, you know uncastable quap build where you get a Lincoln Sphere and the 25 talent and then you <laughs> ideally get Spell Prism and Octarine Core and you have like two Lincolns on a six second cooldown. Uh, yeah. I was a weird person who still built Lina for like magic damage and didn't go any right click items. Uh, I love doing like CDR stuff on Void Spirit. All these like int mid heroes I think definitely yeah. got hit the hardest by this. Uh, Wind Ranger yeah, is another big example. Void Spirit, as I said. Quop, Pagna, Puck, even though I'm not like a huge Puck player. Uh, at least Storm well, Spirit uh, doesn't really care about this. Yeah, hinting at our discussion later, all but one intimate hero, Arian. All but one. Who is the one that didn't get? Huh? Yeah, it, it Dazzle, it's his patch. <laughs> all right. He's the only one with like massive CDR. Uh, true, but he can't stack it anymore with no. like, Octarine and stuff. But still, it's very yeah. good, obviously, now. Uh, yeah, I mean, so just, like, for people who aren't aware of how, how this will work now, uh, if you have two sources of percentage cooldown reduction, that being, like, I mean, that's not many. That was, like, Octarine and Spell Prism and the Tier 3 neutral. The green one. Little green one. Yeah, the little green one. Uh, who cares about it? Uh, yeah, you you no ditched one. that shit early anyway. Um, so if you have two sources of cooldown percentage reduction uh, it just applies the bigger one and the other one is a wasted stat but you can still apply cooldown reduction to like talents like the new minus one second blink cooldown talent on anti-mage mm. or the PL25 talent that just takes six seconds of your doppelganger cooldown so those still work with cooldown reductions um, yeah I mean this is a big nerf to a lot of like casting int heroes i want to say like quop for example which i love as a hero obviously she can like easily just pivot her build because she's a good right clicker anyway like i just didn't build yeah. her that way same for lena really um but i think the i mean he got buffs to compensate right but i just can't stop thinking about how much this hurts void spirit because he was never huh. really right clicker he just was a casting boy you know and he relies on right. his cooldown so heavily yeah, ripped. Uh, that's interesting. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you could talk about like how this uh, shifts the late game power of like edgy heroes versus int or strength heroes, in this case, int heroes, because I think this tilts the balance in the late game away from like big casting heroes like your Linas or Quops, who could be like re relevant in the late game. Uh, to just, you know, if you want to be relevant in the late game, you can be a casting hero, right? But you still have to build a like decent amount of right-click if you want to be like a yeah. relevant damage dealer in the late game. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's true. And I think you see that in a couple of the heroes, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, they also increase the HP regen of all heroes with the 0 HP regen to 0 0.25 HP regen per second. It's not really a big deal. I do the not know which heroes had zero HP region previously, so literally don't yeah, know anything about this one. Uh, water rune healing reduced from 80 HP to 40 HP. Oof. I mean, 
it's reasonable, right? Uh, I, yeah. I'm fine with this as long as they don't nerf them further and especially leave the mana untouched. The mana, yeah, yeah. Because how mid plays right now is you literally just shoveled the waves and like maybe trade a few hits. So right. the benefit you're getting from bottle is mostly mana based. Like in the mid lane right now, at least how I play, I'm rarely like lacking for HP. Mana right. is definitely a bigger concern. The second Roshan does not drop a cheese. This is huge, in my opinion. Is it? It is very big. Do you not think so? Hmm. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I talked about this with Tham yesterday. People just undervalue cheese so much. I feel like cheese is a That's very probably good true. item. And this, I mean, I, I this is not like a unique. We like Dota take. Like, listen to any Dota two podcasts by like pros or casual players. It's like a consent. It's been a consensus for the last patch that second Roche was too strong, right? And oh, okay. this is just directly to address us because from second Roche you got Aegis, Cheese, and Refresher. Not Refresher shot. Sorry. Uh, oh wait, you could Ag get shot. both, right? You could get Aegis. Oh no, that was third Roche. Yeah, you get shot, Cheese, and Aegis on first Roche, as opposed to just Aegis, which is like a huge point. I would say that Cheese plus the Agnum shot was at least as good as like having two ages from a Roche, basically. Yeah, probably. And that just means that a lot of heroes with these like really strong mid-game timings that can take Roche, like Haska comes to mind, could oftentimes just end games uh, at the second Roche timing. So I think this change will make games longer overall and also make uh, like heroes that hit their timings later more viable again so like Spectres for example I think benefit from something uh. like this because if you have like a really really strong level like minute 30 timing where typically you would like take a second rush now it's not like nearly as valuable anymore Okay. I mean you still get a shot right but still and the final general update is that neutral creeps now drop five neutral items per tier instead of four. Thank God. Yeah. It's so annoying being the one guy from eight minutes to 18 minutes who didn't have one. Yeah, I love this change for sure. Uh, yeah, it's just much so easier. Additionally to like giving supports a neutral item, which I think they deserve, you know, they're, they're working hard. They need a neutral as well. Uh, it makes your team like stop fighting about the like first batch of neutral items, as you said. And yeah. there's also like overall... Not by a huge amount, but by a decent amount, like reduces the randomness of the That's true, yeah. neutral like of the neutral system. Because if there's like a really, really good item at a tier that you feel like you need to get, your chances now like what, twenty four, twenty five percent higher of getting it? Yeah. I'm not good at yeah. this. I think it is. Yeah, I, I, I love this change. Uh, it's good. It's a good change. I mean, you know, I still think neutral items are a bit too random for my liking, just the nature of them, but if they're going to stay, I'm not opposed to, like, even upping this. Like, I don't really see a reason why there can't be, like, seven neutral items per tier. Hmm. Especially since you can that. just, you know, transfer them to base for free with all the Korean. Which, like, imagine if you could right. do that, dude. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> That'd be awful. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know a lot of persons... Uh, people who have like hotkeys set up for like bringing items to their base. No, nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, that's the. Spe Sorry, go ahead. Sp Sir? Speaking of items, 
Yes. Those are the general things. So now we're here for the item upgrades. We're not going to read through all of them because people don't really care that Aetherland's mana regeneration went from 3 to 2.5. I care. I'm a big Aetherland spire. I am too, but I mean, whatever. I'm still going to buy it. Okay, sure. Uh, I think we can just go through some of the big ones. Um, I, I, I'll do one. We'll go alphabetically. I'll do one, then you do one, and then at some point we'll get to Z or whatever. Sure. Uh, Aeon Disc, this is actually a big change. The cooldown of Aeon Disc increases by 20 seconds now every time it triggers, uh, up to a maximum of 165 seconds. So there's more of a benefit to triggering people's Aeon Discs. Because mm -hmm. if it's like 100 seconds... You could like get into a fight, trigger the Aeon disc, and then like by the time you're back alive, it's basically I'm off cooldown again. Yeah. But now that's very rarely gonna happen. For me, this is probably like right up with the cooldown percentage reduction no longer stacking with like the most like impactful change of the Yeah. Because if you think about it, next to maybe Holy Locket, but I think even more so than Holy Locket, Aeon Disc really was the meta defining item of the last patch. Yeah, I think so. Like, like there was like three or four in on like pro games. Yeah, and in I each mean, game, this is like uh, basically like just ripped straight from old BKB, right? Like, hey, you get this really really good defensive item, but as a like uh, drawback to make it balanced, every time you use this, it gets worse uh, by elongating its cooldown. And one hundred sixty-five seconds—that's a long time, dude. Yeah. Especially since now. The maximum you're going to be able to reduce this is 25%. Unless you're playing Dazzle. Unless you're playing Dazzle, that's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, the your opponents will be back alive before your Aeon Disc is off cooldown. Yeah, for so. sure. Uh, yeah, that's it. Aeon Disc. I mean, I'm glad it's gone. You know, I play a lot of bursty heroes. Uh, yeah. I hey, I, I I wasn't a huge fan of Aeon Disc, although. I did buy it a lot on Pangna. That was like the only hero I bought it on. And I'll probably have to adjust my build now. Maybe I'll go back to like going Blink, Glimmer Cape, something like that. Mm. You, know, you just need something cheeky to escape on that hero. Uh, next, I'm glad I'm next because you probably would have skipped this, but I want to talk about Arcane Blink for a second. No, that's fair. Uh, Arcane Blink ability cooldown reduction increased from 25% to 30%. Although I think it was the most fun out of the three like stat-based blinks. I think Arcane Blink was probably the weakest. Like, I didn't see a lot of people buy it as opposed to, like, people were going, like, third item uh, strength or agility blink on some huh. heroes. And this 5% may not seem like much, but this just seems to me like Icefrog wanting to give people a reason to buy Arcane Blink over Octarine Core because of the 5% more cooldown reduction. Because... The cost of upgrading a Blink Dagger to an Arcane Blink is very similar to just buying an huh. Octarine Core, right? And Octarine Core gives its bonuses permanently and gives you health, mana region, and cast range, most notably, which is, like, way better. So this is just, I think, a bit too incentivized. Like, hey, maybe you don't get an Octarine Core now, you just get an, you know, Arcane Blink. Interesting. That, that's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I do too. Yeah, I figured they just buffed it for the uh, because they took away stacking, but it makes a lot of sense to create more of an incentive for it. Mm. Uh, my next choice <laughs> should be Yules. Um, 
I'm going to go with Gleipnir. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. You can't skip that far ahead. You're skipping over two must-talk-about items at least, This We cannot do it like this. No. You're skipping Bottle and Falcon Blade. I refuse to continue if we don't cover these two items. All right, Bottle. You get less. Yes. What's your commentary? Uh, This is bad. But well, justified. Because bottle. I think overall, you still get more out of a Bottle than two patches ago. Because there's still just so many wounds okay. on the map. Alright, maybe this wasn't a must-talk about, actually. But we have to talk <laughs> about Falcon Blade. Please, Jim. I need to. Sure, yeah. I mean, if you right. got to talk about Falcon Blade. Falcon Blade, bonus attack damage increased from 10 to 12. Bonus health increased from 175 to 200. So, my first take is, Jim, I already talked about this in the Discord. Why did we move Akila if we're just going to have an item like this now? I <laughs> know. Like, it's like the same It's thing. not the same stats, but like if an edgy hero buys this, they like get a bit more mana region and not one armor. And besides that, it's like shockingly similar to what Akira used to do. <laughs> Except you don't get an aura for the mana region. But like and it also like doesn't upgrade into anything, right? So What's the point? Why remove Akila and then add this like pseudo Akila in the game? I really like Falcon Blade, I have to say though. Like I've been buying this on Drow, and now with these, you know, what? changes, I might honestly start buying Falcon Blade on Storm Spirit. Why'd you buy it on Drow? Because Drow needs a lot of mana, Jim, and she kinda uses the HP and I went Falcon Blade Blink on Drow as like a farming build, and it felt very good in the last patch. But now, you know, as I said, I might get this on Storm Spirit. Like, what's it? 1.8 mana region for 1k gold? Yeah. That's very efficient. And, like, Storm likes the rest of the stats. Yeah, I honestly might it's... get this on Storm Spirit now. I don't know. It's so hard to... Are you not a Falcon Blade boy? No, I'm not. Just because it doesn't give base stats. And it's like... A dead end. Uh, I mean, that's valid, I, I guess. But yeah, I really like it. I'm going to keep buying it. So, uh, Gleipnir and Radovatos were buffed pretty heavily in terms of stats that they give. Uh, the intelligence was increased from 20 to 24, strength and agility from 12 to 14, and the projectile speed of the Gleipnir and the Radovatos uh, were both increased. Hmm. Um, I think it's interesting because I feel like. They were pretty good before, and now Radovatos is like an incredible stat stick for like int. Uh, yeah, twenty four is a lot, and it's still like a pretty cheap item. Like what? Yeah, two yeah, seven right? two seventy fifty gold. That's very cheap. Yeah, and you know, Gleipnir is like, well, I'll just add it on. You might as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it also like opens the option for like a lot of heroes to now just like. Don't get Rod of Atos first, but maybe the the farming item Maelstrom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I like Gleipnir. It's like the coolest of the newer items, I feel like. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Next, this is a big one. Helm of the Overlord, Jim. So <laughs> I so wanted you to say Hurricane, but <laughs> we just don't even talk about Helm of the Overlord. Uh <laughs> Uh, Helm of the Overlord, they rewrote the recipe, so it now requires Helm of the Dominator, Vladimir's offering, offering and a 1k gold recipe. Uh, total cost increased from 6k to 6.50, no, 6050. Uh, 
So drawback now is you can only dominate one creep uh, as opposed to two creeps. Remem rem uh, remember, even the last one could dominate ancient creeps. Uh, the yep. bonus stats this creep gets are reduced from 20 to plus 8. But... No, no, that, that's the bonus stats you get. Oh, oh, never mind then. Sorry. Uh, bonus stats that you get are reduced from 20 to 8. True. Creeps don't even have stats. What am I talking about? Uh, creep bonus movement speed from 380 to 400. Creep bonus attack damage from Jim, 24 to 80. 80 yep. bonus attack damage. And then also creep bonus armor increased from 4 to 8, which is very big as well because they have a lot of HP. Uh, and now, obviously, since it's built out of a Vladimir's uh, offering, you now get like the Vladimir's aura from Helm of the Overlord. Um, yeah. This is obviously, I think it's a buff to Helm of the Overlord because it's better to have one strong creep <laughs> than two <laughs> I, I think creeps. it probably is, yeah. But also a huge buff to Vladimir's offering. Because like it that's the item, right? It used to be like the Falcon Blade right. of Auras. Like it's super good, super value, but it can't build into anything. So you need to hit your timings with it. Uh this just means like a lot of offlaners, I think, just buy this item now. Oh yeah, like in the pro matches, like everybody buys Helm of the Overlord. Yeah, it's really good for sure. There's like all these naked offlaners running around, like waiting to to buy the helm the helm of iron will or whatever it is yeah for sure i mean helm of iron will by itself is also like what it's a like really good stats for like really 900 good, yeah. gold like it's region and armor instead of just region because most people just buy ring of health mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah i mean this is i think this is like the item of the patch yeah i i think it's safe to call it so far yeah next to falcon Bay, it, obviously well yeah of course I was talking with uh, Sam Trilling about it on the Discord, and you know, at some level, the old Humble Overlord was cool because you can get two, but with this one, like you just get this very good creep, yeah, so early, and if you're playing Beastmaster, it's not like no one can deal with that at that point in the game. You can get these at like. 13, 14 minutes on, like, Lycan or Beastmaster. Yeah, and 80 bonus damage is just so much. Yeah. It's just, you just run over everyone. Yeah, and as I said, like, having one stronger creep uh, is much better. Like, I think it would be better if the creep was just twice as strong as, like, the two old creeps, but it's more than twice as strong, at least in the, like, bonus damage department. Right, right. Oh. And you get it out. And it's like, it's not like, it's Helm of the Overlord plus Vladimir's offering at a much earlier time. Exactly. And like, for example, getting a Vlad's early also helps you farm Helm of the Overlord, which the previous items weren't like big yeah. farming items. Oh. Cool, yeah. And so Z Zoo is back. It is, it is. I'm not like a huge, like I don't play, usually play the type of heels that buy Helm of the Overlord, but I'm happy for all the, you know, people who used to buy Necronomicon that now have like a decent-ish replacement, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it certainly looks decent. Yeah. Uh, next item here, Mage Slayer. Recipe yeah. reworked as well. Now requires Oblivion Staff, cloak, uh, cloak, and a 400 gold recipe. Total gold cost reduced from 3,250 to 2,400, which is massive, honestly. And then the new yeah. stats that it grants are 20% magic resistance, 15% attack speed, 20% uh, 20 damage, 2 mana 15 region. Attack speed. Did I say 50? 
You said 15% oh, attack okay. speed. 15 attack yeah. speed, 20 damage, 2 mana regen, 10 intelligence. A slight favor yeah. towards intelligence heroes here. Uh, and the debuff is the same that the three more than 3k gold uh, item applied. Places right. a debuff when you attack enemies, causing them to do 35% less spell damage for 4 seconds. So just looking at the gold, right, we've been getting an influx of like 2.5k gold, like semi-farming uh, slash fighting items. I think this is in direct competition with Echo Saber, uh, Diffusion mm. Blade, and Yield Scepter in the case of Intuos because they all give you like decent stats plus mana region. And I think mana region is like what most heroes are really, really valuing in these like Echo Saber type items. Uh, so Mage Slayer, yeah. I think, I don't think it's like an item you get any in every game because if there's not like a big caster that you need to shut down on the enemy team, then Echo Saber is still gonna just be better for most like right clickers. But yeah. I guess it's a bit more like universally good for intuos because it also gives 10 end. But yeah, this is situational, but I think now it's situationally like actually good instead of like just a kind of joke item. Yeah, and I think if you have a way to apply it to lots of people, it's also. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like Specter can apply it to everyone. It's not Ember can apply. Yeah, it's it to not everyone. crazy to buy like this on Ember. I feel like Monkey King. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty good for Ember. Yeah, and yeah, I mean the two mana region I think is so huge for a lot of heroes. Yeah, they 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 really love the mana region. Uh, Sage status resistance reduced from sixteen to twelve, uh, but this hasn't happened to all the like Sage derivatives that it upgrades to. So. Just buying oh, naked. I didn't notice that. Good call. Yeah, Thank you. Like, just buying Naked Sange, a lot of heroes abused that, which is now just a bit worse. And it incentivizes upgrading your Sange in like a Halberd or an SNY or other Sange derivatives now. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't put that together. Mm, cool. Want to talk about Saint Reward, Jeremy? Nah. No? All right, I'll uh, do it. Yeah. Uh, replenish time decreased from 75 <laughs> to 70. Duration reduced from eight minutes to seven. So people have like have a mixed opinion on this. I think this is still a buff to sentries because you have more sentries to place on the map, even though they last a bit shorter. But like, are people really is using it, like sentries like, for max duration? I don't know, man. I mean, it depends on what you value, right? Like, I'm not a support player. I'll, I'll just go out on them and say that replenish time, even though it's not equivalent, like, loss, uh, I value replenish time over duration because I can have more sentries on the map at the cost of them lasting shorter. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess if if they are tending to get dewarded. Replenish time is a bigger buff than the duration, which you're not losing anyway necessarily because there's lots of ward wars yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Uh, oh, you want to talk about this uh, though? Silvage, tell me. Yeah, I was going to talk about this item. Um, so Silver Edge was reworked. Uh, it's now a Shadow Blade plus a Crystallis plus a 350 gold recipe, which dropped the uh, total cost by 350 gold to 5,300. Gives 60 damage, 40 attack speed, and a 30% chance of a 1.6 times critical. And attacks breaking out of invisibility, in addition to breaking opponents, deal a guaranteed 160% crit Oof. with 175 bonus damage a on top. Very good item, though. 
Very good for certain heroes, yes. Yeah. Imagine buying MKB in the current patch when like you don't need it and this item exists. Like MKB, I think it's just super situational now. Yeah. Like if you don't need Pierce, then I don't know why you would ever get MKB over a Silver Edge, honestly. If you get this on Kanka, will the guaranteed 160 crit with 175 bonus damage also proc Tidebringer? Yeah, yeah, it fully works with Tidebringer. It works with, like, oh. Enchant Totem. It, I mean, it, there's no, like, yeah. special interaction with Sven, but it's just, like, I mean, it combos with his ulti damage, obviously. You, like, just one-hit people right. with Sven, with this item. I'll say, like, if Helm of the Overlord isn't item of the patch, then this is the item of the patch. Right now, at least. Yeah, definitely. Very good item. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really affecting the the meta, too. I mean, you see a lot of Sven's getting picked. Yeah. Uh, and I think without this, I don't think they would be. I guess the only thing that this item is still, like, getting held back by is that I think invisibility is still kind of bad right now. Because even supports have a lot of monies, and especially now, sentries are more available. Uh, even though they they reduced the uh, the radius of sentries a couple of patches ago, but I still think like mm-hmm. that's just more invisibility breaking stuff on the map in this patch right now because supports have so much gold they can just buy as many sentries or dust as they want without really like impacting their game a whole lot. Yeah, I mean I think silver edge is is more for the break in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean you don't have now. to use it to like put yourself in awkward positions where you rely on the. In- Invis, right? You can just like play like a normal hero, um, and then use it I mean, like for, for, one for me. Second. That's putting myself in awkward positions, but yeah, <laughs> true. Good point. Good point. Uh, anything else in the item department here? The non neutral items, I guess, smoke is yeah, interesting. I, no, it's not. It is. Can I, uh, it is, Jim. I mean, having no, it's not. You don't think it's do your support or your support's not good. Do they not just buy out smokes no, on but cooldown? No, but Jim, this means that you're not forced to smoke when you're not ready. Like, I sort of... The, the support, you can always have the smoke in your backpack. Yeah, but I see a lot of teams, like, putting pressure on themselves to smoke when they shouldn't smoke. And this just makes it a bit more chill. And, you know, if you're struggling as a support, you might not have them, like, what, 100 gold? 50 gold, sorry. 50 gold 50 for gold. smoke right now. So you don't have to buy them yet. This is just a... That was like a how much does one banana cost moment right there. <laughs> True. Like, you supports, what do they cost? 100 <laughs> gold? Who was the original guy, like Bill Gates, who had that? Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I, I think George H.W. Bush, when he was running for president, couldn't identify the price of a gallon of milk. And then oh, that's that was the Arrested Development bit. Oh, okay, I, I, um, I didn't know that. And I just wanted to mention Witchblade. Yes, obviously. Um, so fixed interaction, they had, there was this dumb interaction that no one even knew about. Um, oh yeah. But they reduced the damage per tick from one times int to 0.75 times int, but the duration is increased from three seconds to four seconds. So that is, you know, proportional. So it does the same amount of damage. It's still a nerf though. Discounted. So I know. Cause the slow lasts four seconds instead of three seconds. Yeah. Now. And, uh, you're doing it's definitely like, better. I all I like, you're just doing the same damage over a longer amount of time, which is just strictly for us. Yeah. It's, it's slightly less damage, but the slow lasts, I mean, it's uh, the same damage, but more. it's worse damage because it lasts, like it takes a longer time. Yeah, I don't. I understand the math. I, I don't know, care I about know. the damage. I'm saying the slow lasts 33% longer. Yeah, I, think it's, I think it's a buff. That's pretty impactful. Oh, wait, think you it's think good. it's a buff because the slow lasts longer? Yeah. 
Is slow really the like thing that people buy Witchblade for? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I think the slow lasting 33% more is a bigger buff than the um, Jim? nerf of reducing the damage slightly. I mean, yeah. Ah, actually, Jim, you're convincing me. You're right. I think I was just straight wrong huh. on this one. I think you convinced me. I haven't talked about it that way because it is the same damage. I mean, yeah, it's a bit like damage-wise, it's a bit worse, as you said, but yeah, it's not as much worse as to like negate the slow buff. Yeah, it's it's this kind of it's reduced by one second yeah. of your opponent's HP. Our, I'm not sure if we can call this a giant nerf, but it functionally is a giant nerf. Fixed interaction that caused Witchblade to give permanent two strike against magic immune targets. My question is, this seems like an interaction that definitely warrants like a micro patch or just fix it because it seems very broken. I don't know how the, like this this like bug was known for months. I don't know how this was like still in the game for so long. I don't know. Weird, weird. Uh-huh. Cool. Want to get into? I don't want to go through all the. I don't want to go through all these changes to neutral. No, no. We'll just like ones. talk about which ones were removed, and then we'll talk about the new ones. I think, and not get like through those small changes to like existing ones, except maybe flicker because that's pretty relevant. Okay, I don't want to go through all the like. Illusionist cape to me was the big removed one. True. Yeah. Because. Uh, Ice Frog hates illusion heroes. Does he? Uh, I think he, he loves couldn't illusion even... heroes. Wow, they all suck now. I mean, I can't. <laughs> yeah, all right. So nerf them all. <laughs> every item that was moved, I'm just going to list them shortly here. Faded Brooch, Iron Tree, Imclaw, Illusion Escape, Minotaur Horn, Orb of Destruction, Ballista. Do you miss any other items besides Illusion Escape? I miss them all. I think they're all good. <laughs> yeah, I miss Faded Brooch. Yeah. And I miss Minotaur Horn. I think the other also, ones can a, go to hell. Also, that's a typo on the 7.30 website. But oh, damn. Get him, Jim. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Illusion Escape, I was too bad at microing this anyway, so I didn't really get good value out of this. <laughs> uh, Faded Brooch I loved. It's a cool farming accelerant for a lot of heroes. Iron Note 3 was just a strictly worse uh, Ocean Heart, so I'm glad it's out. Unless you like a tree interaction hero, like one of the two in the game. Sure. And like, Ballista can go to hell. Orb of Destruction, meh. Was cool, but got nerfed too hard. I get why, it, why it's gone now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ballista just, like, determined the outcome of games in certain situations. Yeah, exactly. So. Very reasonable that this had to go. Uh, the new neutral items, Pick Pull, new tier 1 item, grant 6 to all stats. Pretty good out of the neutral items. Like, most do 5, or Iron Note 3 used yeah. to do 6 as well. New active, Pick Out. Turns the owner into a pig for four seconds and grants ten second uh, four seconds and grants ten percent movement speed. Cooldown twenty five seconds. Mana cost fifty. So this is like a higher risk face boot type active. This is what I would <laughs> like to describe yeah. it because you're actually like hexed for four seconds. Yeah, you know who you know what this works with. Yes. Uh, uh Pangolier alt. Damn, that's pretty... Someone did it in a pro match today. They turned themselves into a pig, and they were zipping around even faster. Oh, interesting. So you like, still have the like functionality of being in Pangolier while doing this? Yeah, you're just a, a pig moving slightly faster than Pangolier all, and still knocking people over. Hmm, that's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like a hugely impactful item in the grand scheme of things. 
yeah, it's nah, a tier cool. one neutral item. Uh, <laughs> next one, Tumblr's Toy. This one is really cool, in my opinion. Grants turn with mana, Agreed. no stats otherwise, but the active uh, Vault propels your unit forwards for 300 units on a 30 second cooldown, and just like a blink, if you take damage from a hero, uh, this goes on a 3 second cooldown. So, this like a mini 4 stuff at like uh, tier 1 neutral, which seems really, really good for me. This seems like a very, very strong neutral item, honestly. I agree. I, th I think if you're if you're very good at like four staff dodges with cliffs and stuff, I think you could probably use this. Yeah. Additionally, are you have you heard the audio uh, prompt that goes with this? Uh, I have. Yes, it's pretty cool. It it's adorable. It's like sproink. Sproink. It's so cute. It's very cute. Sproink. Yeah. Uh, That's all I got for that. Yeah. One. Next item, Brigand's Blade, new tier two item, grants ten damage and ten to ten attack speed passively, but the like active passive component i guess you could call this dark mercy very edgy uh, <laughs> when attacking an enemy deals plus seven damage for each 10 percent hp the enemy is missing so if you're talking like if you're attacking an enemy at like what 30 percent hp god i hate maths you're gonna do 35 more damage this. 49 49 49 more damage obviously yeah so it's actually 59 damage, I think it'll give. Yes, yes. Uh, very good, I think. I like this. This is, like, really good on heroes that have burst, and then when you finish, you off with right clicks. For example, Quop. I think this is really good on Quop. Or, like, maybe even Storm Spirit or Void Spirit, these types of heroes. Yeah, very good on... Uh, I played a game last week where uh, Chris Poponahu had this on PA, and because, you know, you could crit... Um, and he gets like the the super attack speed from the jump. It was just like if he got on anyone, they were eventually going to die mm. because he just kept doing more and more damage. And if he critted when he was doing an extra fifty nine damage with seventeen minutes, cool. Uh, just killed him. Next item, pay grenade tier two, only active is twenty movement speed. A lot of these new neutrals have like barely any stats and then just like an insane active. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The active Shadow Brand throws a bomb to an enemy with a 900 range and dealing your attack damage and applying a B debuff that provides vision of the unit and deals 20 DPS for 7 seconds. Cooldown 20 seconds, mana cost 25. So, any type of like ganking hero wants to buy this or supports that are threatened yeah. by invisible heroes like Ricky, for example. Yeah. This is a very cool item. I've used this to great success on Quop. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Quop, if people can't tell that. Uh, <laughs> also pretty decent on, like, Wind Ranger, I feel like. I mean, it's, it's, you know, pretty good on anyone who doesn't have another one that they want to use. I think it's always good to have a fake grenade on your lineup. Yeah, that's true. Right I mean, and there's, like, Earthshaker silliness with it, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, like, I mostly see cores carrying this item, but I think as the meta develops and people realize how you're supposed to use these, I think more supports are going to carry it. Hmm. Yeah. Because I think it's, like, slightly overvalued right now for cores, as far as I've seen it. Like, it feels good using it, but having it used against me a couple times, I didn't feel like, oh, no, I'm fey-grenaded. What, what am I going to do? It was, like, a minor inconvenience as be uh, at best. Yeah. Uh, new item, Blast Rig, new tier 3 neutral, grants three uh, grants 8 armor passively, and it's like a mini, oh no, that's a Skatic set actually, uh, passive hair trigger, 
the next time you get attacked by a hero within 300 range, explode, dealing 300 damage to all enemies within a 300 radius and applying a 100% blind for 2.5 seconds. Cooldown of the passive is 20 seconds. Um, this is like good for strength use, right? Because Grant's armor. Uh, it's it's good for anyone. I mean, it's it's good for like heroes that have to stay alive through like a PA jumping on them or a yeah, slur. I was, I was thinking of PA actually when you just said that. Seems really yeah. good against PA. Yeah, anyone who does that. Yeah. Uh, anyone who anyone who doesn't want to get jumped on, mm-hmm. um, it's helpful for. Uh, okay, next item: aesthetics cap. Is that how you say it? Aesthetics cap. Uh, it's no, it's aesthetics. Cap. Aesthetics cap. Okay. Uh, no, the the C is silent essentially. Aesthetics cap. I yeah. got it. Uh, new tier four neutral, getting into the high tiers now. Grants three hundred health and ten health region, which is. Decent stats, I want to say. Not great for tier 4 neutral, honestly. Um, but the passive, oh boy. Endurance. Whenever a debuff from a player-controlled source would be applied to the owner, grants 50% status resistance for 3 seconds. Cooldown, 30 seconds. So this is like a worse Aeon disc, I want to say, but it's free, and at least it doesn't get worse every time you use it. But <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, you, you can still take damage, right? It's only the status resistance, but... Yeah, it's still like yeah. it's still like a Aeon disc knockoff, I would say. Yeah, I think it's good for like not the main target who's going to get jumped on, but like you get hit with some other yeah uh, debuff, and then you can get rid of it more quickly and, and get back to doing what you have to. If do. you're suffering from ambient stuns in team fights, yeah, then this is the item for you. But if you're being like hard focused, I don't think it's going to do too much because you're still going to like take damage during this. Right. Uh, cool. New tier 4 neutral, last of the tier 4 ones, Witchbane. This one's really cool in my opinion. Passively causes your hero to deal extra magic damage equal to 4% of uh, your target's max mana. Uh, so this is like different from a mana burn because it just does damage based off mana and not like take mana away from them. Uh, uh-huh. The active yeah. dispel. Dispels all enemies and allies within a 300 radius, cast range 500, mana cost 75, cooldown 20 seconds. So this is like Brewmaster Purge, right? It just takes off every buff or debuff that's dispellable of allies or enemies, which is very strong in my opinion. Yeah, I. my question, I haven't seen this yet. It, it, the dispel works in such a way that it gets rid of positive buffs on enemies and negative buffs on yes, allies, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I had no. Actually, I did have one. Yeah, once, me too. But we just we were already like rolling the game, and so didn't feel. I I, didn't I, I I think this like you would think uh, because it's based on max mana. This is that it's only good against int heroes, right? But even against like some strength heroes that build a bit of like casting items. For example, I was testing a lobby. Like, if you're Earthshaker at like minute forty or something, you're gonna have two K mana, which means you take eighty damage. Like extra damage from Witch Bane. And now yeah. think about like being an OD or Storm Spirit. You're gonna take like 160 magic damage, which ignores armor yeah. uh, every hit with this Witch Bane arm like, item. It's really, really good. And I think, like, I like the concept. I honestly just wish, uh, wish this was like a normal viable item because I can't see myself getting very mad playing like a casting type hero and then the enemy carry gets like a Witch Bane. And I'm like, wow, what am I supposed to do now? 
True. Seems yeah. like for neutral item, it just seems like very specifically like countering a certain type of hero. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it does. Cool. And uh, next tier, uh, next neutral item, this is the one I've never seen yet, like in a game. Uh, Arcanist's armor grants five armor, 20% magic resistance, and then another five armor and 20% magic resistance to all allies in a 900 radius. This is like very good stats. 10 armor, 40% yeah. magic resistance for the wearer alone. That's pretty good. Uh, the active mega shield. Damn, not a normal shield. Da, da, da. Gains no. 35%. It's a million sh- It's as powerful as a million shields. Yeah. Gains a 35% damage reflection aura in a 900 radius affecting allied units for the next 5 seconds. Cooldown, 20 seconds. Very short. 25% uptime on this. This seems super, super, super strong. But obviously, you have to view this in the context of the other tier five right. neutrals, which are like all conceptually like busted, basically. So this is decent, <laughs> I'd say, compared to the other tier. I don't think it's weaker necessarily, but there's definitely better ones. Yeah, it's cool. Um, like it's, uh, I still, yeah, I'm still gonna end up getting that that dumb one that uh, like makes people go away. What? The Book of Shadows, oh, is that, that one, what it's yeah. called? Yeah, I'm just going to end up getting that one every time anyway. Okay, sure. So it doesn't matter. That's nice. Uh, cool. Do you want to talk about like some of the egregious items that were like nerfed? I only want to talk about two. Uh, okay, yeah, you, you just talk right. about them. Flicker, yep. the most controversial item of the last patch. Uh, the nerfs that it received was cooldown reduced from four to five seconds. And now blinks in place if the owner received damage in the last three seconds so i think this is still a good neutral item it's just more situational uh, because before flicker wasn't only the i purge debuffs item that it was supposed to be it was also the i can never die item because like <laughs> i loved making plays with flicker but let's be real making plays with flicker is just like spamming your neutral item button off yeah. cooldown and confusing the enemy team because you like randomly blink um and then obviously you can like go up cliffs but that's not that hard either so like slick flicker was a like low skill high impact item which i think ice rock generally wants to avoid so this nerf is reasonable because it like prever- preserves the debuff uh part which was arguably still the bigger part but the really annoying part i think like flicker heroes they're not like impossible to catch anymore which a lot of people right. requested uh, i still think this is a really good item i'm still going to be happy to get flicker in a lot of games honestly yeah oh definitely i mean just like a self-purge every five seconds yeah amazing. especially on like storm spirit because oh, like yeah. I, there's gonna be a lot of times where i like am getting gone on but i haven't received damage in the last three seconds so i can like save some mana by just flickering yep uh now next item spider leg no longer considered a boot and movement speed reduced from 65 to 25 so the no longer considered a boot uh thing just means that it now stacks with boots Right. And obviously because of that they like drastically nerfed the movement speed bonus uh because it stacks now to 25. So this like is a huge nerf to the item. I think it's still strong, but it's now like the item it was originally intended to be. It's not the I use this until right. the game ends if I'm a Medusa item. It's now a like item for actually fast heroes that want to get faster. 
<laughs> yeah, because you always had that that debate when you got the spider legs. You're like, ah, oh, I can get rid of my boots now. I get a sixth item, but I want boots of travel. Yeah, late anyway, and then I'm kind of wasting some of my spider legs. And now it's like spider legs are a bit more of a, a benefit oh. to that, and it also, like you said, removes the option of like. Now I don't need boots. I mean, yeah, exactly. And a lot of the right. other times, I just had the debate like I don't want boots at all in my in my like inventory. Like even at some points, right. like if I have a tier five neutral, I might just go without boots if I'm a like mobility heavy hero. Uh, yeah. Yeah, depending on what hero it is. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like my like level thirty crop games, I definitely didn't have boots or like storm spirit or weaver. Oh, sure. Like yeah. I don't have boots or spider legs on these heroes. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Those are the item challenges. Damn, we're already at an hour, Jim. Uh, I know. How about we now maybe cut the Dota feelings, save those for next week, and just do the like five heroes that we want to get into in terms of hero changes? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start and we want to alternate? Uh, yeah, I'll start. Uh, the hero I'm first going to talk about is Bloodseeker. Uh, I recently discovered that I have a seven-game win streak on Bloodseeker. I didn't even Good know that. Yeah. Um, Thirst now heals half the amount on Denies, which which I always thought it did. So, uh, good for yes. me. Somehow I still had adjusting a seven-game win streak. Uh, expectations. Yeah, and the uh, health threshold increased from 75 to 80%, uh, which means you get Thirst quicker. Yes. Um, People don't have to be quite as low. They removed his plus seven armor town at level 10, which was super good, with a uh, plus 10% blood rage spell amplification. So now at 10, you pick either blood rage spell amplification or blood rage uh, attack speed. I don't, unless you're doing like some meme for like eggs casting Bloodseeker, I think you always go the attack speed now. Yeah, I, I do. I saw uh, Ice 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 on stream build a Bazzi. Shoe, Dagon Five, <laughs> and he was running around. But he's also a professional player. Sure. Pub. Um, level fifteen talent. They replaced plus fifteen percent life steal by plus ten percent HP rupture initial damage. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think because it's probably pretty rupture good. like has scaling problems, right? So this might help with that. Yeah, um, and the initial damage keeps people from like. It it just does like a bit yeah, more. Yeah, and like. People, if they have a... Because what's the, like, rupture... If you travel a certain amount uh, during rupture, like a certain amount of units, it won't trigger. That's, yeah. like, why you can TP out. And I'm pretty sure if you have Blink Dagger and a cast range item, you can just Blink out of rupture. And this probably... If you TP close by, does rupture trigger? Yes. I, I will look up that. the like threshold once. I mean, it's second. nonsense, so no one would ever do it, but it's an interesting question. Uh, so yeah, so so his uh, win rate's gone up, and and people have been picking him in in pro matches, and I like the hero. Uh, so I'm excited to give him a, give him a spin with the. But I guess he's a little better now. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. And like he likes Atos. He likes Glyph. Atos was buffed. Yeah, he. I mean, he might be he a mage candidate, honestly. Like he doesn't like getting bursted. Uh, yeah, he likes mana regen. He likes the stats it gives. Mage Slayer Bloodseeker, maybe. Yeah, he actually that's a good call because he definitely needs the mana region. That's he what does. I felt in my last. And game, like he already has attack speed, so he doesn't really want Echo Saber. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't need any attack speed. Um, yeah, and that's slightly better. 
Although Yule's is a uh, TP cancel. But if you just like coordinate with your team, you're fine with yeah. that. Yeah, so Bloodseeker's mine. I'm excited to try him. What's your first My hero? first hero is Quop. I think Quop is the hero that this really? patch I'm going to be playing the most. Uh, which okay. I mean, yeah, I know you're being ironic. I literally talked about Quop like nonstop. Uh, let me just re-look up the changes here. Q is pretty late in the alphabet, right? Uh, yeah, it's like 19. All right, here she is. All right, base damage increased by three. Straight buff, very nice. She can take great yeah, advantage of this because she has a super good attack animation. Uh, Shadow Strike, probably the most impactful changes here. Now heals yeah. Queen of Pain for 10, scaling up to 40 health on every tick. Heals 50% on creeps. Uh, tick damage reduced from 30 to uh, 30 scaling up to 90 to 20 scaling up to 80 which is of course reasonable considering this like heal which is giant uh, talents level 15 talent 10% cooldown reduction replaced with plus 2 shadow strike as shadow strike damage instances um, this like just is in line with most heroes that had like percent cooldown reduction talents uh, getting this removed uh, because like also because of the cooldown reduction stacking change um and then at level 20, 30% spell lifesteal has been changed out with 120 scream of pain damage. Uh, because I guess spell lifesteal would have been too strong in conjunction with this change. Uh, I've played Crop a lot in this patch, and the like Shadow Strike healing you definitely feels noticeable, even though I mostly leave Shadow Strike at level 2 right now in most of my lanes. It's just. Huh. Okay. Like 100 healing with every Shadow Strike is just great. Uh, that's yeah. a lot. <laughs> and it's like a necro thing, right? Like his Q is strong, not because it does a lot of damage or does a lot of healing, but because combining the damage and the healing like creates a lot a big gap between like the enemy's HP and yours. And this is like the same category. Oh, yeah. So I really like this. And then also I want to highlight that Quop still has the 525 AoE Shadow Strike talent at level 20, which means in a lot of my Quop games right now, if I'm low. I don't have to go back if I'm level 20. I just Q ah, or camp or yeah. creep wave and it heals me to full. And <laughs> yeah, like bet, I've yeah. definitely had to adjust how I play Quop because before I just went like casting build. I went like Orchid, Witchblade, and then like Lincoln's Axe and Octarine, Shivas, all these like casting items. And now what I go is still Orchid, Witchblade because it makes you into a great right clicker because the 10% cooldown reduction talent is not in the game anymore for Quop. At level 15, I don't choose the Shadow Strike damage instances. I take the 30 attack speed to amplify my attack speed. And then once I have Orchid Witchblade, uh, if I need it, I go Lincoln's. If, if not, I go straight Bloodthorn. And Quop, like there's a reason this like was the prevalent build already, even when we had cooldown reduction like stacking. I was just a hipster doing the casting build. And right now, <laughs> this right-click Quop build, it feels very strong. It feels great to play. I haven't like built Quop as a right-clicker for a long time, which I was like basically purposely handicapping myself with that. But now that you know this is just the way to go, like CDR stacking is not a thing, I'm really having a lot of fun with this new build. It's very, very cool. Especially Great. once you have your Bloodthorn. It just feels like such an almost unbeatable timing because you attack, you attack like once every like 0.38 seconds or something with just like Bloodthorn, Lincoln's Witchblade Orchid because we are now also like always take the attack speed talent. Yeah, 
Quop right, right. is great to play right now, I gotta say. Nice. My next hero uh, is Clink Z. Uh, he was changed massively oh boy, yeah. in the patch. <laughs> uh, and I think it was quite significant. And I have I have a take on Clink's. So, right. uh, hot take in firing out a, a, fl- a, a flaming hot take on clanks. Yeah. So, strafe was removed, his attack Good. speed thing. In its, in its place was added burning barrage. He channels for 1.5 to 2.7 seconds, shooting three, scaling up to six piercing arrows in the target direction, up to 900, up to 750, scaling 900 distance away hitting all enemy units, each dealing 60% attack damage and applying attack modifiers. The arrow width is 200. The cooldown is 28, scaling That's to 16. The mana cost is a, is a paltry 40, scaling up to 70. So it's like um, a farming so skill, just, right? Yeah. And then there are some other changes, but uh, who cares? Um, no, the, only, okay. the, the only change is that straight. You have to what? talk about the skeleton one thing. No longer can cast spells without breaking invisibility. That's a pretty big like quality of life nerf. But you, oh, you wait, still cast oh, death. Never mind. What are you going to cast? Mind. Never mind. You're right. You're yeah. right. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, what else are you going to cast? Burning um, barrage. Hello. Burning barrage. Yeah. So Imagine you can't cast burning barrage while invisible. <laughs> <laughs> that from the invisible. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So okay. So. What everybody does with this is they buy a maelstrom so you can farm with it because he clears camps and stacks and creep waves, right? But that doesn't leverage Searing Arrows, which is a massive physical damage uh, bonus, or Death Pact, which is another massive physical damage bonus, Mm -hmm. right? If you still buy Deso... You do way more damage with Burning Barrage than you would with uh, Maelstrom. You still hit everything in the creep wave because it's wide enough. And because each of these, you're not hitting each thing once. Yeah. So you need the Maelstrom procs. Buying Maelstrom on clinks, and I realize every professional does this, and they're, I'll say it, Arian, professionals are better at the game <gasps> than I am. Your hottest take yet. I'm not le- yeah, I'm not letting anyone tell me I can't. Cancel me. Try it. The, you don't buy Maelstrom on Sven. He has Cleave. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, Clink's, he has an ability now with Cleave. So just get the Deso, and it provides minus six armor on everything in the Burning yeah, Barrage. I mean, anyway. I, I... And it, it increases the damage massively. Like, you clear a wave... In three shots with a Deso. Yeah, I mean, I'd 100% um, agree, honestly. It's, it's like, so much better. And you could still hit towers with it. Like, Maelstrom doesn't help you hit towers, and Maelstrom actually doesn't help you farm any yeah. faster because you hit everything with the arrows anyway. I mean, you could make the argument that this, like, puts your farming on a slight cooldown and Maelstrom helps with that, but I think overall, I still honestly just agree with your sentiment because... It's it's every sixteen seconds. Yeah, it's still, obvious. I mean, like what they're like trying to do with the hero, right? They want to give him a way to farm and make him like a rounder package, a bit less awkward to play. Like, why would you yeah. still buy a farming item now? Yeah, you don't have to. He, you, they gave him a giant farming yeah. ability, and it and it doesn't synergize with searing arrows or death pact. So I say, get a deso, 
get a shard to get the little skeleton buddies. Um, and you just, like, I was doing it with the target dummy when he first came out. I was like, oh, what, what is the thing that really helps? Um, and yeah, who boy, uh, Deso does so much more damage with Burning Barrage mm-hmm. than anything else. And that price point. So buy Deso with Clinks. Also, Clinks is amazing. He's probably going to get yeah, nerfed. For sure. Um, because he's in like every pro match. So buy Deso for like, uh, a day until they nerf it. Uh, What's your my next, next hero, Shocker, is Storm Spirit. I need to talk about the Storm changes. They were small, I'll say, but impactful. So on Static Remnant, his Q, damage was increased from uh, 120, scaling up to 285, to 120, scaling up to 300. So just a small buff to Static Remnant. Uh, ball Lightning, this is the biggest one in my opinion. Starting mana cost reduced from 30 plus 8% of your max mana to 25 plus 7.5% of your max mana. So the travel cost is unchanged, but like ball lightninging in place, which you do a lot on Storm Spirit just to get uh, E procs, uh, is now cheaper mm-hmm. on your mana pool. And I remember like literally asking for this change. Like all I want on Storm Spirit, like in the last patch, was my ulti using less mana. And that's pretty much what this is. And then the talents, um, (laughs) the level 10 talent uh, was changed from 200 health, replaced with 40% static remnant damage. This alone is not that impactful because this competes with a mana region talent, which you obviously always take on Storm's Bird. But they're not removing the 200 health talent. They're replacing the plus 65% static remnant damage at level 15 with this 250 health talent, which means now... On Storm Spirit, you can again get a health talent plus a mana region talent, both of which you really want to take. Ah. Uh, and before, this wasn't possible on Storm Spirit for a couple patches because he used to have this. Um, so I really like this on Storm. Um, I used to be a big believer in maxing E over Q, but now I think these static remnant changes will put, like, will be the straw that breaks the camel's back and in my last three games i max static remnant and i gotta say i probably should have done it like way earlier like two patches ago probably Mm. because you just farm so much quicker than uh when you max your e you're worse at fighting obviously but in this meta where like pushing out waves and just farming fast is so heavily incentivized i'm gonna be a static remnant maxer from now on on storm spirit Nice. Yeah, uh, that's Storm's Spirit. And I think I'm going to be playing more than I have last pit, last patch because he's the like one carry casting hero that's not been hit by the CDR stacking. Because, you know, if you don't have any cooldowns, who cares oh, about yeah. that? That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, My next hero is we like Dota's favorite hero, Tiny. So... There's only some small changes. Uh, Tree Throw's splash percentage was increased from 150 to 200, and Grow's attack speed penalty was reduced from 20, 35, 50 to 20, 30, 40. Um, Those are basically irrelevant. But uh, I think uh, Silver Edge is an incredible tiny item. Yes, that's true. Um, you get the you get the shard at twenty, so you're always carrying a tree, and you farm yourself up. You know, Echo Saber, Silver Edge, and you can just like absolutely one shot people with the insane amount of damage that you do, um, with the guaranteed crit coming out of invisibility. 
Uh, I was thinking Sven is like the carry of the patch because for all the reasons we talked about during Silver Edge, he's, he utilizes um, what it brings. And I think Tiny also utilizes what it brings, but played as a carry. Yeah. Like, so you just farm up and... Because there, there were a couple times, even in the last patch, where I saw pro teams like in SEA or in, or in like other regions pick Tiny carry. And there are games where like he just becomes like an absolute monster and like, no one can ever He still has the shot, he right? That makes tree grab not have not yeah. have charges anymore. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I say tiny carry. I want to try tiny carry at some sure. point. Um and get that uh, that new silver edge and just one shot people with my Christmas tree. Cool. Uh next hero for me. I'm gonna. I mean, I have Pagna on my list, but Pagna, it's a pretty boring change. I'm just gonna say it here. Like, healing ward with every time it procs, it heals itself, which is pretty good. But the real hero I want to talk about is Slark. Jim, have you played against a Slark? No, he's been successfully banned in every you game are this lucky patch. Because Slark is I a know. monstrously <laughs> good hero right now. So, what they did Dark Pact, self damage, reduced from 50% to 30%, which means you can now, like, just spam this in lane to secure CS and not really hurt yourself. Uh, Shadow Dance, cooldown buffed from 80 scaling down to 50 to 75 scaling down to 400 uh, to 45. Level 10 talent, 9 strength replaced with 1 second dark pack cooldown makes this even better for farming. Uh, 15 talent replaced 18% lifesteal with, uh, with 50 Shadow Dance attack speed. That's a pretty interesting talent. Uh, and then a couple other talent changes. And the most notable here is at level 20, you now get a plus one edgy per essence shift stack. And yeah. this in conjunction with Silver Edge being good makes Slark just like a monster hero. So monstrous that he was already nerfed in this B patch that released yesterday yeah. or two days ago. So Dark Pack mana cost now is 15 higher and the 15 talent was nerfed a bit. But overall, Slark is still one of the like go-to carries for the patch right now. I played two Slark games and I've won both. Even yeah, though I'm I, like I a notoriously bad Slark player. Yeah, I've been. I think I've been very fortunate that he's been banned. Yeah. Every game. Also, so. Mage Slayer, Jim. I bought a Mage Slayer on one of my games and it was very good. Yes. Really? Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, Slark. All right. Uh, yeah, my next one is going to be Silence. I played a silencer game because uh, I heard he was good. Uh, I played it wrong, and we lost. But if you play it right, um, he is absolutely busted right now. Um, I'll go through these changes. So, um, Arcane Curse is Q. Now it deals double damage and double slow when the target is silenced. Hmm. Seems kind of good with a hero that's um, named Silencer. He, that, that guy probably silences it, a lot, right? It is, and he does. Uh, so what you can do is you can cast Arcane Curse and then cast Last Word. Last Word will eventually proc, which will silence the person. And, it, and when someone's silenced, Arcane Curse keeps running and the duration doesn't tick down. Mm. So for the whole time they're silenced during Arcane Curse, they're taking... Or for the whole time they silence during last word, they're taking double arcane curse damage and double silenced, and then they get hit with an int nuke at the end of the silence from last word. And uh, Gothier went through some, uh, put a spreadsheet together, <laughs> and showing how much damage it can do. 
And it is a... At level 3, if you have level 2 Arcane Curse and level 1 Last Word, it's a 408 damage nuke plus the int Damn, nuke. That's pretty good. On like a 15 second cooldown. And if you get his Ags, which has a level 25 talent, because they took away his cooldown reduction talent like most, um, Last Word now mutes items as well as silencing if mm-hmm. it procs. And his Ags makes Last Word AoE. Uh, so at level 10, hero level 10, with the level 10 uh, Arcane Curse damage talent, if you hit someone with last word, level 4, and Arcane Curse, level 4, it is a 1,230 <laughs> damage that nuke. That's insane, actually. At level 10, AoE on a 12-second cooldown. <laughs> that also That also potentially... That also slows everyone and potentially yeah. silences Apparently them. also, like, Silencer um, Core is really good now because he gets an attack range talent yeah. at level 15, which was, like, remember, the thing that, like, made TA into a broken hero, getting an early attack range talent. Yeah, I, I don't even... I, I You probably don't even take it, though, because there's a plus 10% Arcane Curse slow. Mm, that's true. Um, that's up against. I think, I, even as Core Silencer, I think you just focus on the nukes. Maybe, yeah. And... Because they they took away the the plus two permanent intelligence per kill. That one hurts. I like that talent. It, he, I liked it too. But but here's my my position on this. If you had a million intelligence stolen, that's because you already won the game. True. Yeah. Um, much like Underlord, when they took away his permanent damage, everyone was like, "Oh, this hero's dead. He's not going to have this giant permanent damage at the end." But then they buffed his other stuff, much like they did here with yeah. Silencer. And it's like, no, if you had a ton of permanent damage, it meant you're winning. I mean, honestly. And then if you just buff the stuff that makes you win, <laughs> it doesn't matter that you lost that permanent stuff at the end because you're so far ahead anyway because you do what you yeah. do better. Jim, may I like, offer a counter-argument here? Yule sure. Scepter. What? What does Silencer do if I purchase a Yule Scepter? Uh, he waits for you to come down, and then he has to wait ten seconds. Get on you. I'm just saying. I think. Yeah, he just right you know, Yeah. <laughs> I think Silencer. He deserves his time in the sun, obviously, because he's been trash for a long time now. But I still think conceptually, this hero is just hard countered by purges, and there's a lot of purges in the game still. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know because you only play mid. Um, and so you have a lot of money to buy stuff. True. I like having money. And Silencer can force you to, like, use your purges. He forces you to, like, last word mutes items at level 25. Okay, yeah, it's level 25. But, like, oh, if you get last worded, you could still activate your BKB before you get muted. And I mean... Okay, cool. Like, you just activated your BKB. Ten seconds later, the same thing hits you. I think we also <laughs> have to like, reiterate here, honestly, that, like, achieving level 25, it's, like, infinitely easier than when, like, for example, talents were introduced. People were like, oh, I never get to level 25. I think in this patch, I get to level 25 in almost, like, every second game because games just last longer and heroes are stronger and farm faster. Yeah. Yeah, Silencer Core is, is wild if you just uh, mm. do the nukes. 
um, and played That's utility. Cool. I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up as like an offlaner. Yeah, I'm, played by like Zai. I'm or sympathetic weird. towards Silencer for the moment because he's been bad for so long. What's next year? Dawnbreaker. Uh, okay. So Starbreaker buffed a bit uh, and nerfed in other ways. New shard here for Starbreaker. Uh, added Agnum shard grants magic immunity when casting. Starbreaker. This seems like such a great shot because Stormbreaker, like, yeah, she used to buy BKB. I mean, I think she still does in some situations, but she used to like always buy BKB because Starbreaker was so easily interruptible with just like a mini stun. And this, because you don't know, like, you didn't really need BKB because you were in uh, in danger of dying because you're a very very tanky hero. Uh, I mean, you still need it in some games, obviously. And this grants you magic immunity exactly when you need it and not longer, which I think is super cool. And then they also added a scepter for Solar Guardian, uh, which it's kind of complicated. So it reduces the like channeling time, the windup to one second, but then an extended, it extends the time that you can be in the air traveling from like almost in like one or 2.5 seconds to almost like six seconds wait is that so what it does or that change oh yeah okay so it increases the total airborne time by 3.5 <laughs> seconds but what was the on initial time all right yeah it's almost six seconds like 1.7 plus 3.5 that's like what 5.5 5.2 okay so total duration is 5.2 now or something like that so but you can cancel this early and like be there instantly but this makes it just a better save and a much better utility ultimate i would say and although i think the shard is better value for money the eggs is like a really cool concept and i've been playing a lot of five dawnbreaker i've been playing four dawnbreaker and three dawnbreaker and i've won almost all of my games with it dawnbreaker seems like a best like one of the best heroes in the patch right now is she in captain's mode as well she's not she's in captain's not. mode yet okay good because she yeah. wouldn't like i don't think she's ready yet yes big dawnbreaker fan i love uh, playing her I, right now the shot is so cool nice and for for my fifth hero i'll move up one hero alphabetically mm -hmm. uh and two episodes in the past i believe and pick dazzle um as i mentioned he is now the king of cooldown reduction um all those new neutral items we talked about imagine their uh cooldowns at half um because so he can have them uh, poison touch was changed so it only refreshes its duration when dazzle attacks the target uh, it used to refresh the duration whenever anyone on your team uh, attacked the target but the base slow was increased uh, from 14 percent up to uh, 20 percent to 16 to 22 and it increases its slow by two scaling up to 3.5% every time it's refreshed by Dazzle attacking. Um, that's huge. I understand in lane he is uh, a monster now because of this yeah. poison touch. He was a monster already. I think I he's, know what he's now. Yeah, he's, he's even more. Um, I think it's very good because I, I don't think you're losing that much with other people uh, not refreshing poison touch because there's not much downtime for it anyway. Um, and a lot of his, a lot of items with uh, cooldowns got buffed, uh, Gleipnir got buffed, Atos, as I mentioned. 
Um, and then all the new neutral items with cooldowns. I think Dazzle uh, is in an even better place. I think you're just like guaranteed first blood if you have a Dazzle yeah, team. Yeah, pretty now. much. Um, because you can slow people for like nothing. Yeah, cool hero. At level one. So I, I definitely want to play more Dazzle. Uh, Your final hero before we the podcast. Uh, uh, Wind Ranger. I want to talk about this one. Obviously, the new shard is pretty fun. Reworked shard now grants Gale Force. Although I like that, the old shard, honestly. I'm sad it's gone. Uh, maybe they can make it to town. Uh, it's a vector-targeted AoE spell that summons a strong wind that pushes all enemies within a 1k AoE by 250 units a second in the vector-targeted direction for three seconds. So it's like a utility teamfight disruption spell. Uh, the thing that made me like put this on this list is the new level 25 talent where they replaced 25% yeah. cooldown reduction with focus fire kills advance cooldown by 20 seconds. And I tested this in game and in lobby. You don't have to be the one getting the kill. So focus fire, it places, yes, oh, focus really? fire, it places a debuff on the enemy, right? Um, and a buff on yourself. Ah. And if you attack that person, it gives you the attack speed. So... If the person with the debuffs dies from any source, they can even be denied, this advances uh, the cooldown by 20 seconds. And at level 3 ulti, Focus Fire only has a 30-second cooldown. So if you have an Octarine Core, which most Wind Rangers will have at that point, this basically means that if your target dies within 5 seconds, you just get another Focus Fire. Oh, and this is like disgustingly good, honestly. This is such an insane talent because, like, what made Wind Ranger not like just a bonkers hero is that you have insane, like, basically infinite single target burst, but you can't right. like kill two heroes in a row. Now, assuming the hero dies, you can't kill two heroes in a row. I think. Jeez, what about the uh, wind run undispellable? That's kind of big. That sounds I mean, pretty good too. In, in certain in situations, nullify, I mean, using the attack range hurts a bit because I really like the talent on wind run, wind ranger. Um, but wind run undispellable, undispellable is way better in the late game because people love buying nullifier against wind against wind ranger. And now, like the eggs is better again because it used to be kind of mediocre. Uh, so yeah, cool one, but. I think the oh, yeah. focus fire thing definitely the star of the show here. I think this is a very fun talent. The game Wind Ranger game that I played unfortunately ended way before I was even level twenty like three, so didn't get to try that one. But I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. Yeah. And hey, one one quick note before we leave. I, I'm also looking forward to playing Sven. I've always liked him. As we mentioned, everything works well. Uh, I did play a game last night. Uh, we lined up in the pick screen. I Selected Sven, moved him over the safe lane. Uh, then someone else picked Sven uh, before I did Yoink. on my team, uh, and and went AFK for part of the game <laughs> in our fountain. Cool, That's so nice. that was fun. Yeah, Dota. 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 Uh, cool. I think that's it for the show. Sorry for not like doing the regular format. We were a bit strapped on time this week. We'll get to all the patch-related noobs as noobs questions next week. Unfortunately, I won't be there. I'm going. On vacation tomorrow. Uh, in less than six hours, I need to get up actually. So I'll probably get to editing this part. <laughs> All right. Uh, All see right. you guys. Bye bye. Yeah, good night.